evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football. Uh, this is going to be a long one. That's what she said. It's been a long time since we've done one of them, right? But yes, yeah, so action packed, Paul. Ask me a question just as I take a sip of, uh, <laughs> a bit of um, uh, water. Yeah, yeah, it should be noted that this one is an actual fact, not a dry podcast either, right? So if we tail off t- towards the end and fits a, a giggles and start talking about Stevie, then you'll know that's why, yeah? It's also being done in Mark's gaff, so um might turn in, well, hopefully it won't do, but <laughs> he did invite <laughs> me to lie on the sofa with him just now. Uh, I did indeed, Bo, yes, I did indeed, but you you declined rather than reclined, so that's a good thing. And you did propose Like a Virgin as the uh, the opening intro music. So. I was just about to say, why did we have Like a Virgin as the outro music? Intro music even? I don't know, but I'm a bit, bit worried and clenching, clenching my buttocks at the thought. Well, as Madonna sings for the very first time, the very first time Sangju ended up in the top six, the top half of the of the league. And that the was first time in their history. And that was the biggest piece of news since the last podcast. Uh, no, there's been quite a lot of news actually. Uh, we now know who who's in the top six and who's in the bottom six. Uh, there's been well, 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 there's been an ACL match played um, as well. You what? By the time you uploaded the podcast. They see how much it had been played, but but when we recorded it, <laughs> it was still an ACL podcast. And uh, yeah, and also uh, John Book got their punishment, so to speak. Um, I guess we'll get to that in a minute. But you're, you're some, sounding remarkably chipper and upbeat, so I'm, I'm guessing Songnam held on to their top six place. Uh, no, I'm remarkably chipper and upbeat because I have a trip to the chicken ranch and the opportunity and the chance to to relegate Suwon Blue Wings and apparently Songnam fans are really happy about this because like someone has worked it out that if we beat them and like roll over to the other five teams the other sorry the other three teams that uh, Songnam make it relegated uh, Suwon Blue Wings make it relegated personally I think it was the first one there where Songnam make it relegated if we could lose to all those teams but but yeah, but apparently, yeah, so the idea is to beat the Blue Wings and then get beat by everyone else so they get relegated. You didn't just get beat by everyone else, but just by Suwon and Incheon, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not, not going to happen. Uh, I think you'll find if if the Blue Wings were to be relegated, there would be league reconstruction. Well, yeah. There's, there is no way that Samsung are going to allow their name to be in the challenge. It just would never happen. They have got 13 teams. Well, they've got three new teams joining the challenge next year yeah. anyway. Yeah. So that means they have 12 in the top and 13 in the bottom, which they might seek to uh, adjust that somehow. Yeah. yeah. They might. Yeah, I guess. Well, if, if, if the Blue Wings do get relegated, I think that's what they'll do. Or maybe, maybe do. But it would be a bit crazy to have 13 in the top league, though, right? Well, be a bit unbalanced again, wouldn't it? Yeah. But anyway, so, so yeah, so quite a lot to get through then. So I guess we'll begin with a review of of last weekend's uh, classic games. Uh, or do you want to start with the with the ACL mauling? Yeah, let's start with the ACL mauling. Paul, what was the score in the ACL match? Uh, and why is everyone saying it's over already? It's not over. Once uh, once Chumbo get handed down a three nil, or once Seoul get awarded the the the, the next leg three nil because of. Um, some technical fault by Chumbuk that'll be a 4 all draw and it's all going through on away goals Ah, so that 3-0 won't be big as a Chumbuk's referee bribery, right? Because it's a different competition but yeah. it'll be for, for some other reason, right? Because they play edgy when he's not technically <laughs> or something ridiculous like that uh, It's going to take that, isn't it, really? To be perfectly honest uh, So just uh, if, for all you bad mathematicians out there that means it's currently Chumbuk 4, so 1 after the first leg, which is probably as big a horsing as you could possibly have, have imagined, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Although that scoreline probably doesn't actually tell the story of the game, to be honest. The opening 15 minutes or so was quite was quite even, I thought. Um, uh, I missed. I actually missed the first half. Uh, I was working. Both, um, both sides looked very cagey. Um, uh, the match basically changed when. The Wookiee, the good Christian that he is, dive for a penalty. Um, 
Leonardo scored it, and then Chumbuck basically ran right against Sol for the rest of the half and yeah. went in at 3-0, 3-0 up. Yep. And then second half, completely different Sol team came out. Yep, Sol came out, scored uh, within 30 seconds 30 or so. 30 seconds, yeah. Uh, and then they dominated Chumbuck for the next 30 minutes or so without really... I mean, they had a, a number of decent chances. Yeah, yeah. The ball kept going agonisingly six inches wide of the post. Um, so, yeah. I guess when you say so dominated John Book for the next 30 minutes, what you actually mean is Jose John dominated John Book for the next 30 minutes. Because no one else in the Seoul team really looked up for it. But he, he came out like a man possessed. He, he um, was yeah he was shredding them yeah with his runs and yeah definitely sh- been impressed by him I mean I know Matt Bins Matt had said that he was the one sole player that he would take at John Book um, or sorry the, the one other team player sorry, that, that, that he would take and I think you've got to look and say yeah definitely I mean that was a he's he's really impressed this season especially the second half of the season he had a very quiet start because. Um, that guy whose name I forget who's gone okay. up to Sangju. Shin Jiho? Shin. Shin something, yeah. Shin something Ho, right? Do you know? Anyway. Number eight. Yeah, anyway, he had a, a, a very good start to the season. He kind of overshadowed Ju Sejong, but now he's gone off to Sangju and Ju Sejong's come into his own, scored some very important goals here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, so, and he's got a, a national team call up as well, right? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, definitely, um, he's he was a big. A big factor in Souls. I, I guess they didn't actually fight back, but I guess they and uh, them try to fight back anyway. And then what was it? A couple of minutes left. John Book popped up the rookie again. Yeah. Got his second of the night. No, his first. His first of the night, but yeah. But in John Book's fourth. That's a pretty. That's a pretty terrible goal to give away. To be honest. I think Souls were just attacking and throwing so much at them that I, I don't think they were really kind of focused on, on on defending at the back. Um, but yeah, I mean four one. The next leg is the nineteenth, I believe. Uh, yeah. Yep. So like, we'll do a, obviously a preview of that next week. As we were saying, they're saying if Seoul get it back to three two, it's game on. Yeah. And then went to four one as. Yeah, but I mean that's football. I mean that's the difference. A three one, it really is like you know, I mean next goal is hugely important. It goes to Seoul, so like tails it up. Probably, you know, like fancy themselves they go through. It goes to John Book, and it's pretty much all over. I mean, you've got to imagine John Book will score at Sangam. That's that's the worrying thing, isn't it? Especially if so, having to try and chase three goals. But as I said, we'll probably fully preview that next week. Uh, yeah. just, just to give it a, a, my 20, 20 second preview now, I, I suspect that John Book will just sit back, let Sol come at them, and then take it on the break. And yeah. That was basically what they did in the second league game. Yeah. Sat back, on the break, on the break, on the break, 3-1, there you're done. Yeah, yeah, I would be surprised if, yeah, I, I, there's no reason for them to come out and attack, so yeah, they'll probably just sit back and... And, and they've, got the, they've got the pace in Leonardo and Lopez to, yeah. just to, just to do that, right? Because yeah. Leonardo and Lopez drop back all the time and then break forward at pace. Sol don't have any pace in defence. Because I guess when we're on the subject of John Book, I mean, they might not actually be in the ACL come the 19th. Uh, is, is, uh, I know it was posted on the forum, uh, maybe at the weekend, the Rock Forum, yeah. but the ACL themselves have come out on, I believe it was Monday, they came out, Tuesday, no, Monday, they came out uh, on Monday and said that they are looking into it at Article 76 or whatever it is, um, that states that any team that, that's involved in you know, and scandals or bribery or anything like that can be kicked out with immediate effect. Do you think they'll do it this year or do you think they'll, they'll, they'll kick them out next year? Um, it's hard to say because theoretically if they've been made aware of it now they should be, if they're going to be kicked out they should be kicked out with immediate effect, right? Yeah, that's what you would think, right? Personally, I hope that Chumba come to Sangam get a 5-0 win at Sangam and then get kicked out the next day <laughs> <laughs> or after all the Chumbuk fans have already booked their flights to Chumbuk yeah. I mean it's an interesting one because so could they end up winning a treble in a season that they look like they're having absolutely no chance of anything well okay that apart you know the FA Cup aside but they could actually end up winning a treble which is kind of interesting because 
I mean, they're effectively out of the ACL right now, but, you know, if John are kicked out, of course they're going to go through. Uh, they've pulled the league back, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, and yeah, in FA Cup, you've got to say, Puchon can't be giant colours again. Depends which Puchon's on up, right? They can't be giant colours twice in the one tournament. Will it be the Puchon that lost 3-2 at home to Chungju, or the Puchon that went away to Kangwon and won 2-1, uh, 1-0 last night? Well, that's a review of the challenge done there. <laughs> I love it, that this, this starts off every single time with a structure and just ends up becoming just literally whatever, right? So, John Book punishment next. May as well do it next because we've kind of alluded to it. Yeah. Um, so, for anyone who doesn't know, I don't know how you don't, but anyway, uh, John Book had been charged, or had been charged with referee bribery in three games, five payments in three games, dating back to 2014. I believe. 13. 13. Uh, same time as Young Nam, right? Um, so everyone's been waiting and been waiting and been waiting and been waiting on their punishment. It would seem the KFA decided not to punish them before the ACL match against Seoul in case it affected them in the ACL match against Seoul. I don't quite understand why they just given the punishment when it was decided like two and a half weeks ago or something, right? Well, but I thought, they had a, I thought they had a massive discussion on Friday because... No, they, they had agreed it, apparently. Apparently the punishment had been agreed to be... But they were holding it back because they didn't want to disturb a Korean team on the, on the brink of a, of a final I place. I know that, because that's, that's what they announced before the, the Shanghai game, right? Yeah. But, but they, they met on Friday at 10 o'clock and they didn't announce anything until about 5pm, right? Yeah. So they must... I, I, don't I have no idea. I mean, I, I just don't understand how... Uh, uh, anyway. Um, so basically, uh, I guess what they decided was to deduct three points for every game that may or may not have been influenced by the referee. Rather than every offence. Rather than every offence, right? Because yeah. it was five payments, but apparently like two payments, one game, two payments, one game, one payment, or something like that, right? Okay. I'm not really sure of the ins and outs. I'm, 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 I could be completely wrong there. I'm, I'm sure I am. Um, so basically, they deducted them nine points. Because Matt Burns in his article summing up said 15-point deduction would have been fair. One, one, like three points for each offence. So I'd assume it was five different games, but... Uh, as far as I'm aware, it was three points for every game. That's, that's what I read. Okay. Somewhere else. Um, I, I don't know if that's the thing. I don't really know. Again, trying to find information on it is not really exactly great. Um, so they've been given a nine-point uh, fine. It must be three games because young number are given a 15-point one. Um, but they're not. they got yeah. ten points. Ten points. Okay. <laughs> um, so basically they were given like a nine-point fine and a uh, 100 million won fine. Yeah. Something like that. $100,000. Um, yeah. I mean, okay, fine, fair enough. That's a lot of money. Uh, nine points is a lot of points. If you deduct them at the beginning of the next season. But when you deduct nine points of a team that's currently flying 14 points through, or for, uh, sorry, for 14 points clear, it kind of just seems like it's kind of shit, right? I mean, I don't really see the point. I, I, I mean, if you're going to find them... Uh, sorry, you know, they have a points deduction. It's going to have have a have, have an impact, right? impact. Now, it has had an impact after the weekend's games, but we're still... The KFA didn't know that was going to be the scores, right? So the fact of the matter is that they deducted nine points off a team 14 points clear. Maybe they said they, they, they used to given nine points to every other team in the league or something stupid instead, right? Mm. <laughs> it would have no difference. But, um, so, yeah, so obviously that, that took it back to five points. Um, but... I think psychologically, if you start a season on minus nine, you know, that like you've got to win, you know, like four times to, to get a point on the table, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's a far bigger impact than if you if you take nine points off them now. Uh, and also the fact that <laughs> because of the ACL and because they delayed it, they also took nine points off them the day before they could have clinched the title. Yeah. It's been so poorly managed by the KFA. Uh, utterly horrendously managed to be perfectly honest. So, so if I ask you, right, we've got we've got two things here. Are, are you happy with the amount of points deducted? Think if, it's fair and reasonable. If it was three games, then yes. Which is what I believe it was. So uh, if it's three games, then I believe that's so that, you're, that's you're right. happy with the amount, but not the timing. Yes, the timing is terrible. Okay. Uh, I don't think you could have given them 
and 15 points, fine. 20 points, 25 points. If, it's, if it was three games, it should be nine points. Or there should be a, like a standard number. So that any referee bribery, you know, any bribing or scandal is an automatic 15 points or something. But that's not in the KFA's rules and regulations. So they had no choice but to do it based on a game-by-game basis. I mean, it should also be added that John Book did not win the league that season. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, but it's kind of like uh, in England back in back in the day when you got deducted ten points for going into administration. Yeah. And clubs would like strategically go into an administration when they knew they were safe or they knew the ten point deduction would have no impact. Yeah. So yeah. therefore, the FA stepped in as a right. When, regardless of when you do it, it's going to take effect from the beginning of next season. That, it should definitely be the next season. So this also is a bit like that, right? They're so far ahead that the nine-point deduction is basically meaningless. Yeah. So this is what happened with, I think it was Hearts. Hearts were been in the administration after they clinched a European place. Yeah. So they got like a 15-point fine or a 15-point deduction from the next season. Yeah. But still got their European place. Was it, uh, again, uh, I think that's right, something like that. Or maybe it was a top six, uh, maybe it was a top six spot or something. But whatever it was, they, they waited and waited and waited until it would have no impact. Yeah. So they made it the next season, so it would have a massive impact, and they got relegated. So I think if John Booker started on a nine point, you'd have had them looking at, you know, wow, it's going to be a challenge to get an ACL spot. Yeah. You know, as opposed to it's going to be a challenge to win the league. So yeah, I think um, the the number of points is probably correct. The timing is utterly shocking. Um, Something that was pointed out as well by the Phantom Twitter was that in the photograph that the KFA released that showed you them having a discussion under a joint uh, Ulsan and Jombuk shirt with a Hyundai sponsor on it. And he reckons that was done as to be like, look... We wanted to do more, but Hyundai own us that we were for Hyundai in this situation and we have no choice, yeah? Because it was obviously a, a Hyundai club, right? Uh, I'm Facebook friends with a couple of Chumbuk fans and they seemed uh, surprisingly happy with the results, so... But if, I mean, after the weekend's games, right? Yeah. If if so, win the league. Don't you think it makes the, the KFA look even worse? The fact that they give a nine-point deduction, do you know what I mean? So we're on the league. Surely at that point, John Book, Hyundai are going to be really, really pissed off. Do you know what I mean? That it was done this year. Why not do it next year? Uh, I think a lot of Sol fans don't want to win the league this year in this situation. I would be one of those ones where you'd have an asterisk against it, right? Mm. You know what I mean? Like in the league table. Like in your history, it would always be like, you know, FCSO honours, and there would be like an asterisk against it, and you probably don't want that, right? But then again, don't you just want to win the league? I don't really know. I don't know. I mean, I don't think they will though, because I mean, mathematically to do it now, if they win, if they win their remaining five games, still and, sc- and score two more goals than whatever Chumbuk scored in their five games, Sol will win the league regardless. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. So, well, I guess that brings us on to a review of the weekend's games, and then we can discuss what those five games are, right? Yeah. So obviously, like leading up to. Um, we, we, we kind of previewed and talked about how it was still mathematically possible for Pohang to make it. They did, uh, they did, they did have a surprisingly good effort. Yeah, they, did, they didn't have. Yeah, um, it was still mathematically possible, uh, but we were looking at it saying it was Guangzhou at home to Seoul, Sangju away to Jongbuk, and Songnam at home to Pohang. Yeah? yeah, so Songnam definitely had the best chance, the easiest chance you would have said. They only really had to beat Pohang um, in order to probably probably clinch that top six. I think their goals for was so much better than Guangzhou that, yeah, literally Guangzhou couldn't catch them, right? So as long as Songnam won, you would you'd imagine Sangju wouldn't get anything down at um, John Book, right? So I guess we'll go to the Songnam game first. Yeah? Uh, yeah, go on then. Okay. You were there. Shit. In your way end. Uh, no, I was in the home end. I'll, I'll go in the way end after you do a dance in front of the mayor. Um, but and I'm definitely not going in the way end at the next two one, <laughs> the two one Blue Wings game or the two one Council game. I might be doing it today, and I'm not doing the Incheon game either. So it'll be the last game of the season against 
Pohang playing again. Again. Um, I, I seem to think that's down in Pohang. Anyway, um, so basically, uh, it finished 4-1. Uh, which sounds like a, an absolute hammering, but it really wasn't. Like so, I think it was Pohang scored two goals in the last like two minutes. Um, Pohang took the lead, but they were the better team. They, I mean, they kind of deserved their win. Uh, they took the lead. P2 equalised just before half time, straight from a corner, which is now amazingly Songnam's third corner. It's been a long time. This was amazingly Songnam's third goal direct from a corner, which is kind of amazing. Two by Thiago, one by Peter. Um, Second half, Songnam didn't come out. Half time, one each. It was chucking it down. But half time, I thought Songnam would come out and completely destroy Pohang, throw everything at them. But they didn't. They were really lackluster, really poor. Fangy Joe was a disaster. Um, the main talking point in the second half was when was when the manager took off uh, Peter as he was getting ready to take a corner, uh, and he launched a kick at the hoarding board and was visibly visibly annoyed uh, at, at, being getting t- at being taken off. And uh, if you sound that a little bit distracted, we have the Korea Qatar game on in the background, and I've just realised that. The KFA's idea of a sellout and my idea of a sellout are not quite the same. Uh, I was going to say it'd be nice to see the uh, Suwon World Cup stadium full for a change, but, but it's probably less there than they're after a leak for a. a but a they were announcing it was a sellout. It's been a sellout all week. Really? They were they, they announced it was a sellout because of Son Youngman yesterday. They announced that the, that the game was sold out. A lot of people must be stuck in traffic then. Yeah, it looks as if there's about two thousand there. Um, so yeah, so we'll keep you updated if there's any goals uh, during that game. Oh, there's still time to go though, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Songnam losing uh, 4-1 to Pohang was a really tough blow for Songnam. They, they were, they, they threatened uh, second place at one point. They looked destined to be in the ACL. Uh, and now they're like, yeah, playing against the, the dregs of Suwon for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, um, so where Songnam failed, that means someone else succeeded. Yep, so Guangzhou uh, were hosting Seoul. Yep. Uh, well, it wasn't Guangzhou, they lost 2-1. Yep. Uh, I believe it was one each half-time, right? Uh, All three games were one each at half-time. Seoul took the lead very early on. This game was actually televised on uh, some channel, uh, but they missed the first Seoul goal because the baseball overran. Which was, wasn't even... American baseball. Yeah. Um, supposed to be some Korean player playing, but he didn't play that game, but they still showed it. Went into extra innings. Um, they showed a bit of five-minute highlights after the game finished, and then cut to the Seoul game, where it was already Seoul leading 1-0, which was Ju Sejong after about eight or nine minutes. Okay. Um, Kwangju equalized through a penalty. Uh, one Kwangju guy tried to cross it in, and Kwak Tae just sort of sticking his arm out he didn't handball it but he was sort of using his hands for leverage and the ball in yeah. his hand okay so disappointing but can't complain I guess technically a penalty um, goalie went the right way wasn't it wasn't penalty super saver um, Yu Sang it was the other guy Yu Hyun Yu Hyun went the right way but he was obviously about 30 centimetres shorter than Yu Sang so he didn't actually get to cover the whole post you've called Yu Hyun quite a few other things there. <laughs> I've heard you shout Yug, but anyway. Um, so that was that was basically the last kick of the first half. So it went in at one all. Came out for the second half. No, neither of the teams looked particularly interested in winning it. Um, lots of uh, really, really appalling play from both teams. And then virtually the last kick of the second half, Sol broke forward and Unilock banged it in. 2-1. Deserved? Um... Yes and no. Okay. I mean, I guess Seoul are a, a better quality team than Kwangju, but on the day they look very even. So. Okay. Um, so, so that means obviously Kwangju didn't make it. So that yeah. means we're still looking at who who did then. Patriot didn't play, by the way. Well, he didn't. He was sitting in the stands with Addy, ma- making jokes and laughing for 18, 89 minutes, and then when the, the Seoul second goal went in, he was he, he got up and he was like, 
half looking like he was celebrating, half looking like he was disappointed that they weren't going to get into the top half. Like the, that's what the commentator was saying. But even at one all, they wouldn't have got into the top half. So yeah, they wouldn't get at one each either. And in fact, actually, yeah, yeah, at one each, they wouldn't get in either because Sangju did. Sangju did by going down to um, Sangju. Sangju, yeah, but. You know what I mean? Uh, oh yeah, it was, it was in Sangju, right? Yeah. Uh, by drawing uh, one each with Chumbuk. One each. Um, Although I think Chumbuk had a, a second goal chalked off, did they? I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm unsure. But that wouldn't have made any difference either. Sangju would still have won. And, but they, even even if Sangju had lost that game in the end, they would actually still have made it on goals scored anyway. Because I think their goal score was just slightly higher than Songnam's maybe. One or two, I think. Um, but yeah, first time in their history, which explains the entry music eventually. Um, not that we just particularly like Madonna songs. So after that very long intro to tonight's podcast, <laughs> what are we going to talk about? I'm just realising that this was actually all based on the intro, right? Um, hi, my name's Mark. <laughs> uh, good evening, welcome to another edition. <laughs> um, so yeah, so sound you made it, first time in their history. Uh, I would have to say deserved over their play at the beginning of the season when they had all their players. I think they were one of the best teams to watch. Definitely some of the best football to watch. Uh, so yeah, I was pretty as unhappy and depressed as I was that Songnam didn't make it. I was really happy that Sangju did make it. I think I would like to have seen maybe a Jonam displaced, but that wasn't going to happen. But if, uh, if a team's got a Knock song them out the top six. I was I was happy about Sangju. Um, so that did obviously mean then that uh, John Book dropped a whopping eleven points uh, this weekend, right? So it's down to a three point gap. Did a three point gap, which also means that there is a Seoul John Book game left. Uh, John Book Seoul game left. John Book Seoul. John Book Seoul. Uh, and as we all know, the, the KFA has all the imagination uh, of a of a two year old moth. The flying around fixture, the light. The random fixture generator came up with uh, the game of the season on the last day, right? And I think they've done this now uh, three years in a row. Where I think because of Pohang Ulsan, they keep wanting to recreate that drama. Um, and they've done the same thing in the bottom table as well. It's Inchon Suwon, I believe, is the last game of the season. Uh, or Subban Inchon, but I believe it's those two teams that play each other last. Uh, so they've done the same thing there as well. They've put those two teams against each other. They did the same thing last year. It was Dejon Pusan, made no difference. But anyway, so yeah, I guess the KFA has decided to just to keep the tried and tested format of. Are, are you against that? I mean, um, surely if it gives us a, a nail, but if the game's going to be meaningful, I mean. Given that Solo already lost four times this season to Chumbuk. Probably not going to be, it's not going to be anyway, right? Um, I think I'm all for it. Yep. I think had he played it first, which some people were suggesting, uh, and Chumbuk won it, you'd be six points clear. Well, you wouldn't be. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Chumbuk would be six points clear with, what, like 12 to play for? Yeah. So it'd have been all over, right? Whereas this way... Uh, you still have that. Well, if we can just get, you know, if we can just match their score until the last game, then it's in our own hands, type of thing, right? Yeah. So yeah, so I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. I'll be uh, in Chon or Suwon that day. Even if it's the title match, you you won't consider going down to Chunju. Eh, I might, I might. I've got my green and white scarf handy, <laughs> so I guess I might go down. <laughs> It will be interesting because obviously you're looking at um, so probably beating Buchon as we discussed to get in the FA Cup final. So you, you could have two of the biggest matches in Seoul's history. Not the biggest, two of the biggest. Obviously the, the biggest was the ACL final. But, but you could have two of the biggest matches within what, a week? Um, yeah. A half? Two weeks? The... Uh Thing for, the thing for me is that I think this match, this match is going to have a, a lot of needle because either um, Chumbuk will already have wrapped up the championship, in which case their fans will be mocking Seoul for yeah. not getting anywhere despite the 
helping hand from the KFA or Seoul will win the championship in Chumbuk's backyard in which case the Seoul fans will be mocking the Chumbuk fans or Chumbuk will beat Seoul or do what they need to do to win the championship against Seoul in which case more mocking so yeah but I think you also find that I think if Seoul win the title in Chumbuk's backyard Jumbo fans are going to be, there'll be a lot of, you only won it because we got nine points taken off us. So I think it could be a pretty, a pretty uh, interesting game. I mean, let's just hope um, whatever the result is as exciting as that match a few years ago when uh, Pohang played Ulsan for the championship. Um, we all know what happened. Ulsan looked like they were having it in their last gasp goal. Pohang popped up, destroyed the Wookiees' dreams. Um, and there was some throwing of soju bottles and water bottles and stuff like that, if I remember correctly. Um, talking of Ulsan, how did they get on at the weekend? Uh, well, they were hosting Inchon. Uh, so three points. To so see. three points, obviously, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they actually lost that one, 3-2. Uh, Kim, Kim Young-Day's comical season continued. Uh, I think he started the game with a, a, an own goal in the first minute. And it was one each and 2-1 Inchon, I think. Then Mendy continued his great season. Yeah. Two each. And then Siwoo. Who is the is Inchon's? I think Siu has scored almost every one of Inchon's like last goals like, in every game all season. The guys, I, I think he, he, he only plays about fifteen minutes. It's like Oleg on the Solskjaer. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, so that finished three two, which meant that by, obviously huge three points for for Inchon. By the Korea Qatar just kicked off, so you oh. might want to turn around and. Okay, so so the game's on the background. Yeah. Okay. Anything happened? Uh, well, it's literally just started. So, but if you want to turn around, or or, or I can keep you posted. Uh, yeah, keep me posted. I think I'll I think I'll focus. I think I'll focus my my attention on making sure that the podcast is successful. <laughs> as opposed to Korea's World Cup qualification campaign, or or as it's been known, Son Young Min. You're not going to get fanboy chance every time he's on screen. Uh, I'm concerned I might actually smash my TV if I see him too much. The, the one thing I would say from looking so far is that the crowd looks very, very sparse. No, um, it's a sellout. I was no, I was going to say that the um, I was looking forward to seeing the, the, the Suwon World Cup Stadium full for a change because um, Blue Wings crowds have been ridiculous this year. Like I think six thousand at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, there's a bunch of empty seats there at the minute. There's no way it's a sellout. I don't know who told you that. Maybe it's Halloween and they're all dressed up as seats. <laughs> maybe. But yeah, uh, I would say maybe three or four thousand at the minute. Uh, it's filling up a bit, I guess. But Whoa! Wow, that was almost a goal for Qatar there. Straight off, with two minutes in. Um, I don't, I'm not sure who it was, because it was a, a very innocuous back pass by the Korean defender. And the goalie made a complete hash of it. Uh, and... Uh, the Phantom Tweeter, who's obviously playing for Qatar tonight in his Phantom of the Opera mask, <laughs> came in, went for the ball, and only succeeded in taking out the keeper and danger was averted, but really it was a very... Uh, Who is the very, keeper? Uh, it's Sungyu, I think. Sungyu. Okay. Sungyu, Sungday. Sungyu. Sungyu. Yeah. Sung something. Used to be... Ul, Ulhang, or Posan. Yeah. Ulhang or Posan, right? I forget which one. I always got them confused between Sungyu and Sungde, one who played for Ulsan, one who played for Pohang. Well, one who's well, now playing in Japan, the goalie's playing in Japan, and the other guy's playing in China somewhere. Yeah. Right? Well, watching the replay, I think he's been on the Pohang. <laughs> Never made the Pohang. Yeah, that was awful. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was just like a simple back pass, and he, he, he could have let it run past him. It's like that, that was... one from, uh, do, you, do you remember, maybe you've not seen it, but. Um, Big Birmingham derby between Birmingham City and uh, Aston Villa, and uh, Villa had a, a throw in in the in the last third of the field, and they threw it back to the keeper. He completely hashed it, and it went in. I haven't seen that. Though. But you're right. I mean, that crowd is. I mean, it's filled up a little bit, but it's maybe half full. Maybe that's not even. I, I would assume if the bottoms are empty, then the top must be well empty as well. Of course, yeah. So that that's really bad, right? So yeah, I'm not quite sure where where the sellout tweet came from but definitely someone had said it was a sellout but obviously obviously not maybe it was saying the KFA are sellouts yeah well yeah maybe that's what it was so obviously back to the football then or the, the, the football that matters I guess so basically the last five games 
Well, the top six. Oh, Before we get into that, there's one league game we haven't uh, talked about yet, and it was probably the game of the round. Uh, Songnam Pohan? Uh, no, it was actually held in the stadium that the Korea's playing in tonight. Oh, the, the, the Suwon Derby? Yeah. Game of the season so far? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Jeju 4, sorry, Seoul 3, Jeju 4 was pretty. It was a pretty sweet game. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't think you were there, were you? Um, but, um, yeah, 5-4 finished. 5-4 indeed. I think you've, you've got to say it was pretty, I mean, we're not going to go through every single, like, go by go, blow by blow, but I think, like... Except we probably will. Except we probably will, right? Uh, all I know is that the Blue Wings, as far as I know, they equalised at four each in like, the 91st minute. Yeah. And Suwon won 5-4 in the 92nd or something like that, right? 95th, I think. Yeah. Uh, I see Bruce DeJetti, yeah. I believe, got on the score sheet. He used to play with uh, an A-League team. <laughs> I don't know which one. Adelaide. Adelaide, right? They've just signed a Korean-Australian from who was a hero in, mm. the, in the Australian FA Cup this year. Yep, that's right, yeah. Oh, 1-0. Song Young-Man? No, Ki Song Young. Sweet. Well, if it was Ki that scored, I'm assuming it was a, 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 a 25-yard pile driver. 18-yard, uh, I'd say. Not a pile driver, but a, a daisy cutter. <laughs> this key. He's never scored a pile driver in his life. So uh, it's quite interesting that they, you know, the Uli is still picking key when you can't get a game for Swansea, right? Um, we'll get, we'll get onto this, this in a bit, I guess. Um, keep, keep going with Suwon. So yeah, so basically, like, uh, um, yeah, it finished like five four in the end. Uh, so it was basically one no, one no to good Suwon. Uh, and then I think Jonathan scored a couple of goals in two minutes. In two minutes, uh, then two each. Then an on goal. Three two on the shade of half time. Three two at half time. Yep. So it was, there was an on goal. Uh, they gave the Blue Wings their three two up at half time. Then Bruce came on. I love how they called him Bruce. And within literally within uh, three minutes, he scored to make it three each. I'm losing my own train of thought here. And then everyone's favourite player, Minge, sorry, Minji, uh, scored to make a 4 3. Then Kim Jong Min scored to make it 4 each. Scored each. on his debut in the 90th, 91st yep. minute to make it 4 each. So that was in the 91st minute. And then Kim Byung, Byung Oh, Kim Byung Oh, uh, in the 51st minute of the second half, so i.e., the 95th minute. Uh, made it 5-4 um, I take it you've not seen a replay of that goal which one? the the winner for Suwon I haven't seen it no it was uh, if I was uh, Bruce I'd be spewing to be honest because the, the guy got the ball and he broke forward and he had two defenders around him and Bruce was basically unmarked in the in the area but instead of passing to Bruce so he could slot it into the open goal the guy stopped the ball Turned around, dinked a little bit, and then slotted into. Oh, that's exactly what Wangy Joe tried to do at one each. Well, at it? two one, Wangy Joe got the ball literally from the most impossible of angles, yeah. and Kim Hyun was standing. Kim Hyun and Park Young Ji were both standing in the box, screaming for it, and Wang Wangy Joe tried to shoot from like a ridiculous angle. See, if if it goes in, you're a hero, right? But if he'd have missed that. Bruce would have killed him, yeah. I mean, even, even when he scored, Bruce was standing there for the first three seconds thinking, why the hell didn't you pass to me? And he thought, yeah. oh, we just won. So then he started chasing off to celebrate, but, yeah. Okay, so that's the... Uh, so have you have you seen Sheila Dejetti, his wife? <laughs> no. Well, I assume if his name's Bruce, her name must be Sheila, right? <laughs> and the kids... <laughs> or Madge. The, the kids are Prawn and Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that pretty much then. So we know where the top six are. Sorry, the the, the standings oh, that are. Been two nil. Oh, that should have been two nil. Should have been actually yeah. So we know what the standings are. So obviously we now know what the the main five matches are. Um, I've discussed this a, a, a little bit with the Phantom during the week that I think with there being no super match, I actually do believe that's beneficial for for Seoul. I think if Seoul had been travelling to Suwon, they'd be looking at it as probably a draw. 
Because I think the big draws off season, right? Yeah, apart from the one we lost and the one we won. Yeah, apart from that. <laughs> um, so I think uh, looking at it, like uh, we've been really tight, close affairs. Yeah. So so looking at it, I think so we're lucky not to have a super match. Whereas John Book, oh penalty, penalty. Whereas John Book, do, we should say penalty Qatar. The, fan, the Phantoms just earned a penalty. Yeah, I'm really not convinced he's from Qatar. I'm convinced he had a cold once. I think he's got lost on the way to a sex party, personally, with that massive mask he's wearing. I think he had a cold once, and he's like, I've got really bad Qatar. <laughs> and that's it, he's, he's been picked in the team. So the alcohol's kicking in now, isn't it? <laughs> As you can tell, right? Sex parties and colds. <laughs> not that we're actually having a sex party, or we have a cold, but just, just to like clear that up, because it is in my house. Um, so I guess, uh, yellow card as well. Yeah, for Hong Jong Ho. Well, okay, uh, he's not having a particularly good year, is he really? Um, so, so yeah. So, what do you think, John Book having the Jala Derby? Do you think that's harder than had so had a super match? Um, I don't know because if you look at the teams that Solo got to play, they've lost three times in the league and once in the ACL to Chumbuk so far. Mm-hmm. Um, Cheju, who was one of the teams they had a massive jinx over, they've lost twice and drawn once nil-nil with. Go one each. That's the equaliser from the penalty spot. A rather Adriano-esque run-up. Ulsan, I think they've won one, lost one, drawn one. Yeah. Sangju, they've beaten twice and lost once, I think. Actually, somebody put all this up on Facebook. And Chunnam, they've won two... No... They won one, drew one, and they've beaten them twice and drawn yeah. once. So, so yeah. So I mean, it, it's a tough, it's a tough top six. There's not. I mean, I guess Sangju is the easy pickings, I guess, because they've lost so many of the players. And can you not say that, please? <laughs> it's like it's like it's like David Brent's photograph in the Christmas special. <laughs> um, so yeah. So I think it's going to be a tough. A, a tough a tough group, but I mean, it'll be tough for, for everyone, mate. I mean, trips to Jeju, Ulsan are, are, are they never easy, right? So you're thinking, so won't win it? Um, I don't think they will, no. Okay, I think, I think so will win the title. The, the only good thing for Seoul is that, theoretically, the, the two teams which they've done worst off of the last two games, so if they can get through the first three games, so they've got Ulsan, Ulsan at home, Sangju. I know it's not last few games. They got Ulsan at home, Sangju at home, then they go away to Cheju, and then Chonnam at home midweek, and then away to Chonju, Chon yeah. Chonbuk. So, okay. Um, so I guess with the with Pohang and with Suwon Blue Wings, and now as the Songnam, all being in the bottom six, there must be some right mixed up, imbalanced fixtures, right? Because uh, I know that uh, Songnam plays Subon FC again at uh, Tanchon, which is three three times at Tanchon, once in Subon. Yeah, because we've got um, Chonnam at home for the third time and Sangju at home for the th- third time, I think. Yeah. The, the Songnam going to the Chicken Ranch is right, but then again, they would think they would be in the top six. And Songnam going to Pohang last game of the season is right because they would think they would be in the top six but the mix up uh, is, is the Suwon game where we, we play Suwon three times at home uh, Guangzhou I'm unsure I need to have a look at that one um, but yeah so a couple of huge fixtures I mean like Songnam away to Suwon Blue Wings is still pretty big you know like Incheon Songnam is still like a pretty big game as well so yeah so even in the bottom half there's some, and, uh, and of course another Suwon derby that they weren't, no one was anticipating. So there's still a couple of big games in the bottom group as well. Maybe not quite the same scale as, as, as the games in the, in the top group, right? See, after complaining about the split system all year, now it's here, we're actually quite excited about some of the games coming up, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. That, that's, it's quite interesting because there's no, yeah, all the games seem pretty important. And I think with things being so tight between John Arm, Ulsan and Jeju, Fighting for maybe two, definitely one, but maybe two 
ACL spots. It's a lovely thing as well, because if so, when Osan get to the final of the, of the FA Cup, yeah. and so don't win the league, then there's there's now, uh, well, even if so do win the league, there's like there's the extra ACL spot, right? But if if Seoul do the triple you're talking about and Ace and Chumba get banned, then there's all, all manner of spots going up for grabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be interesting. So I think this year it's uh, like the split has not been detrimental to the league, which is not what we said a week ago when we were talking about having Chumba having the league wrapped up. With yeah. Even before the split took place. Yes. Yeah. And now we're saying football was brilliant. <laughs> So fickle, so... And we have a five-hour-long podcast to, to back that up, right? Okay, um, so yeah, so challenge, you are the challenge boy. Um, it's been three rounds since our last podcast. Okay, don't tell me them all, please. Who's top, who's not? Ansan have got back on form. Yeah, they've been winning again, right? But it's all it's all meaningless because they're moving to Arsan next year and they won't be promoted, whatever happens. Right, so this is the strange thing, right? Because... What they had said was that Ansan were going to form Ansan FC, right? Yeah. And that they would take the place of the police yeah. if they got promotion. Now they're saying, no, that's not going to happen at all. Yeah. Whatsoever. So even if the police get promoted, they're not going to go up. So that means that second place will go up? Yeah. So Ansan police, as they are now, next year will become Asan police. Asan. That's like George, isn't it? And then, uh, oh, no. <laughs> sorry, Dan Harris. I'm sure you'll tweet about my bad accent again. <laughs> and then, Arsan will join. Uh, a city sponsored team will join the league next year. Right. Along with Chongju, which is a, a merger of two K3 teams, I think. Yep. So basically, the the league winners will go up to the the classic as long as it's not Ansan. Right, um, and then two, two, second, third, and fourth will play off unless Ansan are in there, which they're guaranteed to be now. I think. Right. So, uh, Elan still still do have hope because all they need to do is finish fifth. Okay, so if, if Elan finish fifth, they would take Ansan's place in the playoff, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so top after the last three rounds, Ansan is still top by about four or five points. Puchan second. Puchan second on goal difference. Over Tegu, um, they I think they lost two in a row. Uh, of the three games, I think they lost the first two, including a, a really embarrassing home home defeat to Chungju. Yeah. The first game they were at home to Kyungnam, but again they gave away got late goals to lose that. Yep. Yeah. Then at the weekend they lost three to Chungju despite being ahead, and then they went away to Kangwon yesterday. And one and one one nil. Okay. So they are second on goal difference from Tegu, uh, five points behind Ansan, and then Kangwon and not sure he's in fifth at the moment. Maybe Pusan are in fifth at the moment. Okay. okay. So it's there's still a chance of of uh, Elan coming up, right? Still a chance, but there are four or five points off at the moment. Okay. Even making the playoffs. Okay. I'll be at uh, Jam Show on Saturday. Uh, as will Miroslav. So, Miroslav, welcome to Korea again. Um, I know you're currently in Suwon World Cup. Well, actually, it's how long are we in now, Paul? Uh, 23 minutes. Okay, so you may very well have been kicked out for disorderly conduct again. Um, <laughs> I'm joking, Miroslav. Um, so, yeah, so we'll probably try and get you on, get, get Miroslav on maybe next week, right? Very odd time to choose a, uh, a football jolly to Korea. When, yeah, he did the same thing last time as well. You, you yeah. think he'd uh, pick it when, there's, when the fixture list was already announced, so he'd know some game, what games he could go to. Ah, I think he was why he watched the Korean national team. I actually think he picked it around the Korean national team game. Okay. Uh, and he's got Ireland at the weekend. Okay. Okay. So obviously there's no there's no classic games to preview because it's an international week. Yeah. So the next classic games are going to be the 16th and the 15th. Yep. Um, so we'll preview them next week. Yep. But it should be said that the first game is Songnam versus Incheon. Which I guess is going to be huge now. Hopefully. Um, and the yeah, challenge... That's one you need to lose, right? That's one we have to lose. 
for song now. Yeah, yeah, we have to lose that one, yeah. So, of course, the challenge has come up this weekend. So, I guess we'll do a quick preview of, uh, of that amazing league um, for all you avid challenge listeners. Will you take a game on this weekend, Paul? Will you be going anywhere? Uh, no, I think I looked. Uh, I'm busy on Saturday. And I think there was nothing I could go to on Sunday. Okay. Okay, so the games are... Uh, Saturday we have... Um, Gangwon will host Chunju. Okay. Home win. Home win. Uh, and Eland will host... Christian Danilash and his Gyeongnam boys. Uh, score draw. Score draw. Uh, on the Sunday, we have Dejon versus Ansan. Uh, Goyang. Goyang. Dejon versus Goyang. Home win. Home win. Uh, and that's the only game on Sunday. Really? Yep. And then there's two games on Monday. Okay. And on Monday, we have Ansan versus. Busan, I might go. If I can swing that one, I might go that one. Uh, Ansan versus uh, Busan, and we'll see that's going to be a, a score draw. And the, that's our 7.30 kickoff, and the 8pm kickoff is Anyang versus Daegu. Interesting. Prediction, Anyang, Daegu. Anyang, Daegu will be a score draw. Okay. So looking at it, uh, we think not much change in, in, in the league, right? Just to go back through things and confirm things, it's Ansan 64, Daegu 60, Puchan 60, Gangwon 59, Pusan 55. Eland adrift on 49. Yeah. Eland have to win on Saturday. Uh, I think Puchan really screwed up in the last couple of games. Yeah, they have. Some games they should have got points and they've got yeah. basically nothing from them. So you're looking at Buchan probably in the playoff instead of like, winning it now, right? Four they points behind Ansan. Yeah. They could have been top, but they're four points behind. And oof, Qatar coming close again. Okay. Um, anything else, Paul? Was the current score in the in, in the international game? Still one all, but Qatar are marginally on top, I think, in terms of okay. chances. Korea probably getting more play, more possession, but Qatar are creating more more concrete chances. Okay. Okay. Well, I think that pretty much wraps everything up then for for this week's podcast. Just some outro music. Will it be Korean national team related? Will it be Bye Bye Uli? Or will it be be to do with John Book's scandal? Uh, you have to listen to find out. Did you do?